The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This woman comes to the, to the Maram in Prague with a, with a chicken. And in those days, you used to ask questions. You just flip the chicken out. You used to ask questions if it's kosher or not. So Maral Miprag knew that the chicken was kosher. But he didn't say anything to the woman. And he said to go to a certain house. And in that house is a child that's deaf and mute. He doesn't hear and he doesn't speak. And ask him if the chicken's kosher. So she said to the Maral, but he doesn't speak. And he doesn't hear. So he's not going to hear my question. And he's not going to give me an answer. Robert Prag said, go to the deaf-mute boy, ask him if the chicken is kosher. So she didn't understand why. So she goes to this house, and there's a child there, and he was nine years old. He never in his life spoke a word. So she asks him the question, she shows him the chicken, he looks closely at the chicken, and he clearly says, kosher. Never said a word in his life. Immediately after he says the word kosher, he dies. The little boy dies. When the people heard the story, so they went to the Morami Prague and said, what happened here? Why did you send her to a deaf mute? And why did he die? I heard this story before I read it here. It's a very famous story. So he said, listen, listen to how careful you have to be. He said that in the previous Gilgal, before this boy came down to the world, um, the, the soul of this child belonged to a great Rav who was a Tamachacham and a Tzadik. When the soul of the tzaddik, this rav, came to the next world, so he wanted to go into Gan Eden. And there was a malach there, and the malach said, you cannot go into Gan Eden. Why? Because once, this rav was the one who passed for his whole city. Now you have to remember that those days, a chicken was worth a lot of money. You didn't have a lot of food. So a woman came to him on Erev Shabbos, it was almost Shabbos, and she showed him the chicken, and he didn't have time to really look into it. So he told her, ah, it's not kosher. Give it to the guy. When really the chicken was kosher. And he caused her pain that that Shabbos, because it was so close to Shabbos, she couldn't get another chicken. She had a loss of money because she gave the chicken to the guy. She didn't have no chicken that Shabbos. So the Malach did not let him go into Gan Eden. You held back a chicken from a family on Shabbos, you can't go into Gan Eden. So they brought him in front of the Bezin Shamayla. I, I, I know this story. I heard this story from the Morami Prague. It's in his Sefer. So they brought him to the Bezin of Shemayim, this tzaddik, and they said, we have a problem. You deserve to go to Gan Eden, but you got one bad little, one bad thing that you did. You paskin on this chicken, and this lady didn't have a Shabbos. She didn't have a chicken for Shabbos. So, so we have to send you down to the next world, and you have to fix this. So the, this tzaddik said, but I'm scared. If I go down to the next world, um, I came up here at tzaddik with one Avera. When we go back to the next world, who knows how many more Averas I'm going to do. So Bezin said, what do you want us to do? So he said, make me a deaf mute. The halacha is, the halacha in the Torah is that a cheresh, shait of a katan, a person who's a deaf mute, or a person who's Down syndrome, or a person who's under 13, or a girl who's under 12, is patum in hamitzvah. And not chayv on any averis. If, if, a, if a Down syndrome child is mechal shabbos, he's not chayv. If a deaf mute is mechal shabbos, he's called a cheresh, right? And he's not, he's not really chayv. Or a katan, a little kid, right? So, so listen to this. This Rav made a deal in Shemayim. He said, I'll go down to the next world, but I don't want to have the possibility of coming back up here worse than, I'm, than I am right now. So make me a deaf mute. And if you make me a deaf mute, then, I can't, then I'm not a chayv in any of it. So I know for sure 
that I'm going to come back to this world not worse than I am now. Maral Prak says, I knew this boy and I knew the Gilgo of his neshama. So the minute he paskin on this chicken kosher, he fixed what he did with that last chicken that he said treif, and there was no reason for him to live here anymore. And he went back to he went back to Shemayim, and and, and he was and he was misakin. And he told the parents of this child that even though it looks very terrible what happened, you should know that there's an neshama waiting for you after you leave the world that's going to thank you because all the pain that you have that you lost a child, all that pain you gave up, you 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 had all that pain in order to fix this child's neshama, so that you will get a very big reward that you were chosen to go through this tragedy, but Lemaisa, because of you, and you brought him up, because of you, he was misakin, and that Rav has a big portion in the next world, and you're going to get a part of it. There's another story that I heard, I heard this story maybe 10 years ago, maybe more than 10 years ago, and it's a very, very famous story with people, with people who did not have a child, a husband and a wife, did not have a child for like 20 years, and they came to this Rav, they used to always come to this Rav and beg and beg and beg, and he said, I'll give you a bracha, I'll give you a bracha. This time they came and they said they want a haftacha. They want the Rebbe to promise that they're going to have a child. And they pushed him and they pushed him and they pushed him and he gave them a haftacha. A year later, they had a child. It's also a very famous story. They had a child. Two years later, they came into the baby's room and the baby was dead. And they came back to the Rav and they said to the Rav, I don't understand. You're a big tzaddik. You knew what you're, what's going to happen with your bracha? You knew that we'd much rather have never had a child than to have one and lose one. Why did you give us that haftacha? She said, do you know who your child was? And they're like, yeah, he was two years old. Well, how, what could he be already? He says, let me tell you who he was. I have this in the safer at home. I don't, I don't remember the name. It's a very, very famous cardinal or maybe a pope. Okay? And who disappeared. It's a famous story. It was a pope or, or whatever who disappeared. And what happened here was, I, I remember the story, I might be a little bit off on some details, but the most important details I remember. What happened was like this. There was a family. They gave birth to a Jewish kid. And the Cossacks came and attacked the whole city and took this baby. And the, I forgot what they called him, like the, the head of the, the city was called the, what was it called in Poland? The head of a city. The Paritz. It was called the Paritz, right? So he's like the governor of the city. He had no children. So he took, when the Cossacks had this kid, he took this kid as a Jew. He knew it was a Jew. He took this kid and he brought him up as his child, as his child. And this Paritz got bigger, bigger, and bigger. And this child got bigger, bigger, and bigger. And he ended up joining the church. And this kid went through the whole thing. And, eh, eh, cardinal, this or that. And they became either the Pope or the Archbishop. Very, very, very big. And somehow, his father, his real father, found him. And this, he, I don't remember exactly how he broke through, but he started to learn with this Pope. Started to learn with him, Tyra. And he proved to him, either he looked like his father exactly, but he proved to him that he was his son. And he taught him Torah, he taught him Torah, he taught him Torah. He was a very famous pope, very powerful. And he made sure that he did very good decrees for the Jewish nation. And all of a sudden, he disappeared. 
He disappeared. They couldn't find him anymore. I think it was even in Rome. He disappeared. Nobody ever found him. According to the Sefer, he went there to Israel, changed his name, and lived out the rest of his life as a from Jew. This Rebbe told this mother and father, the child that you have is that man, is that, was that, is that person. But when he came to Shemayim, they wanted to give him Ganadin, the highest place in Ganadin, because he saved so many Jews. Every time they came to the church with, you know, a decree, kill the Jews or wipe out the Jews, he, in his own way, knowing that he was a Jew, would be able to break it until there was a suspicion that he might be Jewish or there's something wrong. That's when he disappeared. So, but they wouldn't let him into Ganadin. Why? Because he nursed from a non-Jew, because he was taken away from his mother when he was an infant. For two years, he nursed from a non-Jew, and his mouth had all that, that, that nursing in it. So to correct it, he had to be nursed by a Jew, to correct being nursed for two years by a non-Jew, and the two years were now up, and therefore now he could go to Ganeiden, he could sit in Ganeiden, he could give the shiurim, he could open his mouth in Ganeiden. So you need to know, he told this woman man, that what did I give you? I gave you... Every, everybody, every neshama wanted to carry this baby because he is so holy what he did for the Jews. Everybody wanted to be the tikkun. I gave you the chance, he told the mother, to carry this baby for two years, to nurse this baby. You did the tikkun for this great, 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 great tzaddik. Do you know, and now you're in pain, you had a child, you lost it. Do you know what's awaiting for you in Gan Eden, what you did for him? That you got him into the highest part of Gan Eden? So that's what I encourage Baruch We shouldn't have to go through this to help others. We should help others that are alive and not have to lose anybody to help others. You can do that, believe me. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.